0: From Public Radio International, this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI and WGBH Boston. It's Tuesday, April 3rd. I'm Marco Werman. The U.S. puts a $10 million bounty on the head of a Pakistani terror suspect, One expert says Washington is stepping up its counterterrorism campaign in the region. This very public announcement puts the Pakistanis on the spot and forces them to actually either come clean or to continue to play this game of collaborating with dangerous groups. Also today, bin Laden's widows may soon be going home to Yemen and Saudi Arabia. Plus, no peace talks yet between Colombia's government and the FARC.
1: BBC News with Neil Nunes. The authorities in Libya say that fighting between rival militias has killed 14 people and wounded at least eight others. Reporting from Tripoli, here's John Donison. The fighting in
2: the northwestern corner of Libya has been going on for three days. It's not clear how it started, but is believed to be between militia made up of ethnic Berber from Zawara and Arab fighters from several neighbouring towns. There have been reports of shelling and heavy gunfire. Libya's interior minister announced it was sending 200 security officers to try and restore calm, but this vast country has no real central authority, no army to dispatch. Since the revolution which toppled the 42-year-long rule of Muammar Gaddafi, Libya has been policed by dozens of separate
1: heavily armed militia, often with long-standing rivalries. A UN agency has urged the Lebanese government to hold a full investigation into the recent death of an Ethiopian maid who had been filmed being beaten and dragged into a car in Beirut. Imagine Folks in Geneva has the story.
3: 34-year-old Alem Deshaza hanged herself with a bedsheet two weeks ago. Her beating, allegedly at the hands of the man who owned the Lebanese Employment Agency, which recruited her from Ethiopia, had already been aired on local television. Now the UN special expert on slavery wants the Lebanese government to carry out a full investigation into Alem's death. Gulnara Shahinian said the case reminded her of the migrant women she met during an official visit to Lebanon in October last year. She said they had told her they suffered physical, psychological and sexual abuse and that they felt they were under the absolute control of their employers.
1: The American ambassador to the United Nations, Susan Rice, says Syria's actions since the beginning of the month are not encouraging. Mrs Rice warned the Syrian government not to intensify the violence in the days before the deadline of April the 10th when a ceasefire plan is due to come into force.
2: What we have seen since April 1st is not encouraging, and that it should the government of Syria use this window, uh, rather than to de-escalate, to intensify the violence, it will be most unfortunate, and it will be certainly our view that the Security Council uh, will need to respond to that failure.
1: Syria says it has agreed to the UN deadline, but activists have accused the Syrian government of stalling for time. Police in California say the gunman accused of killing seven people at a school in Oakland has told them he was seeking revenge for being teased and disrespected. The Oakland police chief said the man, Juan Go, a former nursing student at the college, was targeting one particular female administrator and his intention was to kill. He described him as chaotic, calculated and determined. BBC News. The African Union has announced sanctions against Mali's new military leadership, as well as armed rebel groups who have seized control in the north of the country. The measures add to sanctions already imposed by the West African regional bloc ECOWAS on Monday. The head of the International Monetary Fund, Christine Lagarde, has called on the world's developed nations to increase the agency's resources for responding to financial crises like those affecting several Eurozone nations. Ms Lagarde said the IMF could provide an additional safety. Here's our economics correspondent, Andrew Walker.
2: The financial situation in Europe is less acute than it was, but the crisis has not been resolved. The Eurozone countries have taken steps of their own to increase the resources available for emergency loans to struggling countries.
3: Now they've done it.